credit cards are going to be are going to be a thing of the past because what we're what the stellar ecosystem also is is self banking so you're going to be responsible for your own wallet as opposed to asking the bank for you know credit so you're going to have your own amount of money inside of your wallet uh, and then you can do whatever you want because the fees are so low inside of it, it doesn't make sense to keep your money in a bank because the banks charge a lot of money. Welcome to the Elite Few Podcast, where we explore the fabulous, extraordinary world of the people who move the needle of success. Join our host, Tiffany, and producer, Kyle, as we dive into the stories and insights of the elite few who are making a difference and pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Let's get started. Okay, everybody, this is Kyle Goodnight, the producer of the Elite Few podcast, along with my host, Tiffany. Go ahead, Tiffany, introduce yourself. Hi, I am Tiffany. I'm here in Orlando, and we are with Dominic today. He um, goes by Dom, and he is going to help us figure out what kind of funding we can do that is not in a normal dollar form. Some amazing options out there today I think you want to know about. That's great, Tiffany. Yeah, I've been excited to talk to Dom ever since you introduced him to me, and uh, him and I spent uh, a good better part of a couple of days getting things switched over from Coinbase over to Lobster Wallet, and uh, he, he did a little uh, education time frame with me uh, on on what this is all going to happen. So, um, oh, uh, Dom, good. So you want to introduce you yourself? Out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was on vacation. Remember? <laughs> oh, I I'm Dominic, and. Uh, I'm uh, not a financial advisor, but I do know some things that are coming. So uh, we're going to talk about um, the quantum financial system today and uh, what's going to happen in terms of the next uh, years on the financial industry. So uh, that's, that's kind of why I'm here, to talk about um, blockchain and things that most people don't understand. I really want to know what motivated you to explore seller funding in the lobster world to begin with. What was the thing that kicked you off to be like, okay, we got to look at something else? Well, I was uh, heavily invested in the stock market. Um, I had my 401k retirements. And I noticed from a financial aspect what was happening in the markets. They would go, they would be down and then they would go, they would have a surge. And with all the uh, problems that we were seeing over the last couple of years with COVID, there really wasn't any definite idea of what was going to happen in the market. So I started looking for other types of investment um, things. And Bitcoin and Ethereum have been around for a long time, but I wasn't really too keen on that. It was very expensive to get into Bitcoin or Ethereum at the time. Um, when I was looking, it was about 63000 for a Bitcoin, um, and it just didn't make financial sense. And things were, Bitcoin would go up and down incredibly. So it was very unstable. There wasn't really any backing to it. I didn't really understand it from that, from a standpoint of, a, of somebody that was investing. Um, it wasn't traditional in the sense of going to E-Trade uh, or having a broker deal with uh, stocks and bonds, et cetera. So that's sort of how I got mm -hmm. into it. Uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, That's great. Uh, so, so can now, you can you okay. go ahead and tell us what the definition of like a, a stellar blockchain system is? You know, like because I'm still kind of confused. Mm -hmm. A lot of our listeners may not know what they know. They've heard of crypto. They've heard of you know. They've heard of Bitcoin. Of course, they've heard of Bitcoin. But this new this new uh, term, stellar blockchain, could be something that they're just not familiar with. If you could tell a, you know, a eight. Well, that's how I grader. found Dominic to begin with. That's how I yeah. found him is I called a friend of mine who, I don't know, knew stuff about technology. And I said, hey, I want to, I want to start investing into crypto because I didn't believe in the market anymore. I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And he said, I don't know anything. I said, you don't have any kind of cryptocurrency. He goes, no, I do. But it was gifted to me by a friend. So I'm just going to hook you up with him and he can explain it to you. So here we are. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I can explain um, blockchain 
for for people that don't understand it, it's really um, data that's on a server and it's um, encrypted. It's and what we're, when we talk about Stellar, that's a whole ecosystem um, developed by Elon Musk and Stellar Development Foundation. Um, there's a couple people on there, Jed McCaleb and uh, Joyce Kim, who started off um, doing this in 2015. So it's been around for several years now, almost a decade, eight years. Um, and what it is, is the ecosystem is for everything. Um, it's for payments. It's for fiat currency. It's for um, real estate. Um, there's uh, commodities traded inside of it. So what you're seeing and you're going to see in the future is a tokenization of everything that we have in this world. So that's um, resources, gold, silver, uh, mining, oil, gas, uh, as I said, real estate, commodities, et cetera. Everything has to come into this system and um, it can be on-ramped, which means it comes from the outside of the ecosystem or it can be off-ramped and go back outside. Although that's discouraged because you can do everything inside of Stellar blockchain. So okay. when we talk about Bitcoin or Ethereum, those were separate blockchains. So there were separate servers that actually uh, ran those that system. But with Stellar, what it does is it encompasses all blockchains. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, any other blockchains are going to be wrapped into Stellar. So you've got a whole ecosystem that's really encompassing the whole financial system of the world. It's called the quantum financial system, and it's run via um, AI along with quantum computing. And that's really the whole um, gist of what Stellar is. It's, a, it's an ecosystem, um, sort of like... Um, it's got its own, um, a lot of pathways between all of these different blockchains and um, companies. So is so this like a one world dollar? Is that what this is? It's like everybody's going to be um, on the same currency? Then that's the no, blockchain no. or stellar currency? No, that's that's not what it is. Um, okay. Okay. So what it is is... Uh, if we get into a little bit of the terminology, a CBDC is a central bank digital currency. You've probably heard that on the news um, and people are worried about it's just going to be the one world order kind of thing where everybody's mm -hmm. on the same coin. But that's not truly what it is. Um, what it is is there are several different stable coins. So treasuries from each country have their own stable coin and they're valued. Uh, initially, they're going to try to do a one-to-one, -one, and the stable coins are based off of whatever precious commodity the government has set up to be uh, backing that particular stable coin. So, for instance, if we go back a ways, when the U.S. dollar was backed by gold, that was our our standard. That was our asset that we were backed by. Then we were off of it in the '40s, and uh, we went on to the petrol dollar, and then we were taken off the petrol dollar. So unfortunately, the US dollar really doesn't have anything backing it. That's why they can print trillions and trillions of dollars and we're in trillions in debt. So with this system, everything is inside of the system and it's got a value because the countries have all agreed on whatever their stable coin, their, their treasury um, has uh, in terms of their commodity. So it could be Africa, it could could be diamonds, it could be silver, it could be oil and gas, whatever they have, they can bring it into the ecosystem and that's backed inside of the, the stellar ecosystem. So I hope that makes some sense. Everybody's going to have a different um, currency. So you can go to, um, you can go to uh, Africa and use the currency in Africa, and, but you can switch whatever currency you you want. So for instance, okay. let's say I live in the US and I want to go to Zimbabwe, for instance, and but I need to have that currency. Well, with I could have US dollars, but then I inside of the um, Stellar app, which is also, uh, there's a wallet called Lobster, L-O-B-S-T-R. And within that, you can swap between 
currencies. So you don't have to go to mm. a different um, travel agent, you know, or bank to get that currency. And because um, they're integrating with PayPal, they're integrating with Western Union, uh, MoneyGram, etc. You can actually off ramp that currency at your destination if you need that currency. So you could just go to a MoneyGram teller or a bank, and um, and your uh, ATM, and you're actually able to get that currency in that. So when I'm in Europe, in, yeah. In, when I'm in within, Europe, I don't have to get pay the exchange fees pay the currency Correct. exchange rates. I don't have to do that before I leave or when I get there. Correct. And when I'm using my credit card, I'm now no longer using those fees. It's just I'm presenting that lobster wallet and paying with it as if I had Correct. the currency in my hand. Correct. Right. Wow. Credit cards, That's a huge difference. Credit cards are going to be um, are going to be a thing of the past because what we're what the Stellar ecosystem also is is self banking. So you're going to be responsible for your own wallet, um, as opposed to asking the bank for, um, you know, credit. So you're going to have your own amount of money inside of your wallet. Uh, and then you can do whatever you want because the fees are so low inside of it. It doesn't make sense to keep your money in a bank because the banks charge a lot of money interest. You go to an ATM, they charge you a dollar, right? You, you're out of your circle. It's two, three bucks, five bucks, whatever it is, as opposed to you have it on you inside of your phone on your app and you just go ahead and you swap it. And there's QR readers inside of the, the app. So you could easily pay with a QR code reader. You could, it's it's unbelievable. It's really amazing what they've done, um, and this is uh, this is going to be worldwide. So they're already advertising in multiple countries in South America. So my question here is: When you're, um, you said there's not going to be credit cards, but how are people going to live without credit? Because that doesn't seem like a possibility. Well, if you think about it, and you have um, banking that you're doing by yourself. And a lot of these companies are going to be paying a lot more interest than you would get at the bank. So you could theoretically have, let's say $10,000, but some of these companies are going to be paying anywhere from nine to 12%, um, even up to 30% on coins that are inside of your wallet. And because of this, you're going to be able to, to, um, amass a lot more money than you would, would ever have done inside of a banking institution because they don't pay that. Okay. They basically take a lot from you. So okay. we're okay. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Now one Do thing we think that oh, go ahead. One thing that I know, uh, go ahead, Tiff, you're, you, this is still the same thought process. I'm changing gears. I just want to find out question. like, what do we think we're going to go with loans and stuff at that point? Because if they're not going to be using the banking Institute, people are still going to get mortgages. They're going to still be, wanting to get money for things when they're not, you know, like mm -hmm. for cars, loans, where will that funnel through? Well, my thought is that um, banks right now, right? Um, how do they work? They work off of um, debt, right? So you go in and you ask them for money and they provide you um, whatever capital that requirements that you right. need. But most banks aren't backed by anything. And if we go to regulations, um, there are new regulations in effect as of this year, um, as of January 1st of this year. Uh, Basel 3 and Basel 4 were put into place, which says that the banks have to have a certain amount of hard asset or commodity to back all their investments. So wow. if they don't have that, they become insolvent. And this is where this is going. So the insolvency, what happens is the FDIC takes over the bank, the Treasury takes over the bank. And okay. it dissolves the bank. So where is all that money going? The money is going to be funneled into Stellar. Um, and this is going to be in, in the form of charitable um, balances, as um, I've shown, I think, both of you, uh, the pending transactions mm -hmm. that are inside of the Lobster Wallet. Those will be um, charitable balances. We're going to have um, a universal basic income as well. I really do believe that. Um, Elon Musk was talking about that three or four years ago with the Saudis. Um, and, uh, and when the banking situation kind of comes to a head and the banks become insolvent, cause they're, they're, if, if you've seen with, uh, uh, SVB, which was the Silicon Valley bank, uh, there's a number of banks that have been failing, uh, 
and the there's only so many things you can do. So as as people that go to banks every day, you you and I and most people in this country, what it is is you give them your money that you've made, and then they actually um, they own your money. Okay, so you don't really have they're they're basically a um, uh, they they monitor your money and they give you what they want to give you. Okay, even though you might yeah. think that you can get everything right, so what's going to happen? I really do believe is that when the banks collapse, the top tier um, uh, creditors get the money, and everybody down at the bottom can wait or not get paid. So let's okay. say you have fifty thousand dollars in the bank, but there's bank has creditors that have multi-million dollars, they're going to get paid first. And then it goes down down the level until you might get paid, but there's going to be a large pool of those people. So I think what we're seeing is when these banks fail, there's only so much money that they're going to be able to uh, dissolve. And then then the Fed is okay. going to be So does that mean the money the we have in the account right now, like our actual cash, if we got 10 grand in the bank, they're going to turn that over to Stellar, but it'll be still worth ten grand, or will that change? Yes. What 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 I believe is going to happen is um, they've put in place. Okay. Okay. Going back to what the quantum financial system is, is that um, there is a um, backstop in place when these banks fail uh, because they have to be asset backed. All quantum um, level banks. Uh, who are running in the background, they've been doing this since October of last year, um, have to have a um, three different things. They have to have an asset. They have to have XRP, which is a blockchain asset, which is um, ISO 20022 compliant, or XLM, which is the stellar ISO 20022 compliant um, blockchain uh, token. Okay, So what we have is Anybody who has money in the bank is going to have the equal amount of money that they have in either XRP or XLM. They, they've already done this. Okay, it's already sitting. But the there. XLM and, right now is only like nine cents or twelve cents. Correct. A piece. Correct. But let's say you have ten thousand dollars in the bank, right? It's actually right. thirteen cents. It went up. Um, oh yes. <laughs> so so you're going to have that number of XRP. But remember that metals. And things have not revaluated yet because we're we're looking at gold and precious metals to be revaluated during this time. They have to Good. revaluate. So, yeah, based on percentages, I'm not sure what the percentages are. XLM and XRP are backed by silver and gold, uh, respectively. Those things will actually increase in value because they're a percentage of what gold and silver are on the market. And so, if you've got your, so the banks will offer you your money in a stellar wallet. So you won't even have to create a new wallet. We're sort of before everything is ha going to happen, there'll be actually, you'll be able to get a wallet and it may be a lot easier to use than what we're doing now. It may be very, very easy to use. Um, right. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like because there are, they're still beta testing a couple of things, et cetera. So. Uh, so that kind of leads me to the next line of questions. I, I remember you and I talking mm -hmm. and Tiffany talking a few weeks ago about this in our pre-show is that this is kind of like we're going to have to teach our generation a new way. Mm -hmm. Like the younger generation gets it. We're in mm -hmm. our generation is, you know, we grew up in the in the 70s and 80s. Uh, that yeah. way I'm not telling our age, but... <laughs> <laughs> so we're all about the same yeah. from what we figured out before. Right. right. Uh, so yeah. we're talking about us who are I'm 37. You know, our, 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 yeah. 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 our kids are graduated <laughs> or just now leaving the house right. and we're just now becoming right. empty nesters and people can do the math. But when it comes to us and people older than us, you know, 10 or 15, 20 years older than us, mm -hmm. it's like having to teach us how to send email. Like, we used Correct. to have like our generation had to teach mm -hmm. our parents what email was. So, I mean, that's right. just to put it lightly. Right. So can you expand on, on the older generation? And I don't want to say older cause I'm including us in that, but like this generation that we are, which, you know, we're only half a century old. So, you know, it's one of those things where, 
where what are we going to need to do to to prepare ourselves and to prepare our you know our existing people that are older than us that we that you know my you know parents that are still alive and stuff like that P- people that are our parents are still alive well great i think i i think that um they're going to make it as easy as possible because remember there's what 8 billion people in the world and a lot right. of people don't have bank accounts Three quarters of the mm-hmm. population don't have bank accounts. It's a huge mm-hmm. amount of people that are unbanked. So wow. how do they? How do they? Oh, it's it's a, a large part of people in Africa and other countries. They don't have access. They might have a phone, but they don't don't necessarily have a bank, right? Okay. And they don't understand financial things as well, right? Because okay. we're not just talking about the U.S. We're talking about other other third world countries. Third world countries, um, yeah. Yes, um, where where it's difficult to get whatever you need, right? So. Um, so getting back to your point is, um, everybody sort of knows how to use a cell phone, right? An iPhone or an Android phone now, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I taught my, my aunt who's almost 80, how to use lobster. It took me a little time. Um, it, it takes a little bit of time to understand what's going on, but it's like any technology. Once you get a basic gist of what the app does, then you can make those decisions based on, you can make it very, very simple or you can make it very complicated. It depends on what your level is. Like if you're, you know, 80 to 85 years old, you're not necessarily looking at, uh, you know, high risk investments, et cetera. But maybe you just need to, you know, swip, um, uh, swap something out um, to get into, you know, to go down to Mexico or to go down to South America. You want to go visit some family or you want somebody to send you something, some money inside of your wallet, you can do that. So if you have a family member that lives in Europe and you need some money here, you're elderly and you need some money, they can actually send it. Uh, It takes about 30 seconds for them to send you money within your wallet and it pops up in your wallet and it's done. And then you can take it out to a MoneyGram and you can go there and get cash if you need it. And it's as simple as showing an ID and, um, and the QR code, and uh, I think Tiff has. Is done MoneyGram going to get any easier, or <laughs> I think the, I think I think what you're going to see is more of a push. MoneyGram will probably be uh, secondary, second tier to Western Union. I think you're going to okay. see. So, I mean, okay. I mean, we do that right now with you know with with um, Coinbase, not Coinbase. With uh, what are, what are some of the money sending apps right now? Um, you know, Apple Venmo, Wallet, PayPal, Venmo, PayPal, PayPal like. Is mm-hmm. this like is that like the beginning parts actually, of it, and they're just going to expand on it? Yes, they okay. are actually invested, and um, I've done initial coin offerings inside of Stellar, where they're bringing um, Apple Pay, Venmo, um, uh, PayPal, all these different companies into the Stellar ecosystem. So you're going to be able to on ramp and off ramp your money however you choose. The, 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 the well, I think thing we is read that, that most okay. of the companies have moved over. It looked like their stocks were falling, but in reality, they were moving the cash into the stellar oh, market correct. and taking they're, it out of the stock market. Yes. They're, 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 it's sort of sleight of hand at this moment. They're not trying to worry the markets too much, but um, there have been articles, BlackRock, uh, they're the largest uh, investment firm in mm-hmm. the world. They had, I think, $16 trillion or maybe more under, under management. And they were tokenizing a thousand funds. So, um, so if you think about how long it takes to tokenize all these things, um, and what we have been doing, um, Tiff and I have been uh, involved in some ICO uh, uh, mm-hmm. group funding, etc. Um, what they have in the background is there's a company called Deloitte, and they are one of the um, tax auditors, huge company, and they yeah, have a Deloitte quantum system. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have a quantum um, computer called Atom, A-T-O-M. And what they're Mm -hmm. doing is they're building all of these indices in the background via artificial intelligence uh, machine learning. So you've got quantum computing and this AI that's being able to build out this huge infrastructure. And they have to test it, of course. And there's governance over the artificial intelligence as well. So in that, you've got fail safes. And getting back to your point about um, uh, elderly or people with learning disabilities or uh, younger people that don't understand the technology, I really do believe there's going to be biometrics involved in this. So like right now um, 
when you go and you want to purchase some crypto on one of these exchanges, you know, you have your ID, um, you have to show it in a picture, you know, you put the picture right up next to your face and it takes a picture and a snapshot. That's called KYC, which is know your client. Okay. And there's another aspect to that called AML called anti-money laundering. So what they're doing is they're they're going to use your identification and your biometrics, which is your palm print um, or facial recognition, to actually uh, make it very, very secure. And remember, we're talking about quantum encryption, which is unbreakable mm. at this point. So you're going to be able okay. to. So they're solving the problem of transparency, where the money is going, of all these trillions of dollars, right? Where some guy's got $10 million in his basement somewhere, or we're sending billions of dollars somewhere. So we're able to, we're able to, to look at that, but for the older people, they're just able to use the app very quickly. Um, and I think that's going to be coming out in the future. It'll, there'll be a couple of different wallets. Lobster's just a wallet. It's a reflection of what's on the blockchain. It's not stored in your, in your phone. So, um, We'll have some other applications well, okay. that will be a little bit easier. Yeah, that leads to another question to me that's kind of pending in my brain is right now, okay. you know, Chase, you know, uh, Morgan Chase and all these different big banking companies, they make their money off of the interest that people are using for like, as Tiffany talked about earlier, credit. So if this, if this happens, Somebody's got to be making money somewhere, and how does the money get made for yeah. these guys not to throw up big, huge roadblocks to not let it happen? Well, I think um, what you're seeing in the news now, in the mainstream news, is that they're in trouble with a lot of things. Um, there's been the Epstein case where a lot of the J.P. Morgan uh, managers were involved uh, with um, trafficking, etc. And I think um, the executive orders that were um, that came through when uh, Trump was in office, uh, a lot of them were about um, the seizure of assets pertaining to trafficking, human trafficking. He was big on that for four years. So I yeah. really do believe that there's a lot of this is due to um, the executive orders that were put into place about money laundering, drug drugs, et cetera. And companies that were involved in that get their assets seized. And I think there's going to be, and this is why I think there's going to be a distribution of those funds and they have to make it available to everybody as a, as a charitable balance inside of Stellar. So that's where I believe that money is going to go. And I think you're going to see the dissolution of these larger entities, these larger banks, and they might be there for wealth management to help people with the wealth that's coming into Stellar. But, um, I don't. I don't think we're going to see them for very long, maybe another four or five years at the most. But I think there's going to be this self-banking that's really going to be happening. So, oh, um, so right, right. Cause yeah, how much yeah. money have they, how much money have they made on the stock and everything is manipulated, right? The stocks are manipulated. We don't really have any sense of what, what they've been doing, how much money has been laundered through the stock market, et cetera. But if, if you think about the executive orders, all of that stuff had to be um, looked at. And I think a lot of these companies, if you've seen the CEOs of the last four or five years, there are so many CEOs have stepped down or have been replaced in these large companies. And I'm not saying uh, every company is going to go under or every bank is going to come up, um, go away, but they're going to be restructured into um to more of a um, less profit driven and more of a wealth management um, situation. So, so that's, that's my belief at least. Okay. Kyle, oh, do you have something a, before I go? Here's my thought process. Cause yeah, people right now, sorry, people right now we have life insurance funds. We have mm -hmm. annuities. We've got, the mutual funds, which we talked about earlier this week, that those are going to be changed over. Mm -hmm. But we also have tons of investments that people are doing. And where does that leave Bitcoin, and which is projecting to go higher and higher, where is that going to leave them? Somebody has $20 million in Bitcoin. Are they going to have nothing or is it going to switch over? Because aren't they already trying to switch over right now to the lobster wallet? Yeah. 
Yeah, so there's going to be a rollover of assets. Remember, I said everything is going to be tokenized. That means all of your money market accounts, all of these different annuities, uh, life insurance policies, et cetera, are all going to go into the Stellar wallet, Bitcoin and Ethereum, because um, what I believe is going to happen is they are um, those things don't run well on internet that's less than 50 or 60 percent running the world internet if it drops below i think 50 percent what happens is the bitcoin servers everything goes down and they, it doesn't come back so what they're trying to do in relation to this is um you've heard of uh space force right which is the military mm -hmm. side of, of of what um trump had put into place um, and then there's SpaceX, which is Elon Musk. He's the largest military contractor in the U.S., okay? And there's his company Starlink, which is the satellite technology. So what they've done is they put all these satellites up, and what they're going to do is they're going to be able to um, beam down transmission that is 8,500 times as fast as what we're using now for internet because it's all quantum. Wow. Okay? It's it's going to be insanely fast. And what, so it just what this blows 5G out of the water. Is that what you're saying? Right, right. So it's going to be direct connect. But what they're also doing is they're also allowing people with older devices. They're using um, a company called Red Hat. They make Linux, which is an operating system. And they're actually mm -hmm. able to bridge a lot of these older devices and update them through software so that they can actually be quantum compliant, which is pretty amazing. It's 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 kind of unbelievable what they can do with this um, new tech with these technologies and what they've been planning for a long time. So um, okay. you've got all these different um, elements being being put in. But if Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, if they decide to stop using fiber optic cables in the ground and use this new site, well, they can't survive. So they have to roll things into Stellar. There'll be wrapped tokens, what they call a wrapped token, which is sort of like um, running uh, uh, like a um, Windows machine on a Mac. It's sort of mm. wrapped into the software <laughs> and you can run that operating system. It's really not meant to be there, but they can do that. So that's what's going to happen. But I think the other thing they've been doing is they've been hacking a lot of Bitcoin stuff and they've been testing a lot of this, these, wow. these things. And there's a lot of um, uh, bad things that went on with Bitcoin. Uh, a lot of people, there was a lot of... Um, uh, dark money in Bitcoin and Ethereum, yes, and they're yeah. not backed by anything. So you're not, you don't have an asset-backed um, uh, blockchain. So, and that's yeah. the difference when you're inside of the Stellar ecosystem. It's backed by um, the main. And I guess I should get into this. The main um, blockchain asset or Lumen is called XLM, and it's backed by silver. So. Anytime you're inside of the Stellar ecosystem, you're using a commodity that that is is available, um, and so that's how they've arranged this. And once you're inside of it, it's sort of like going to the casino. You get your chips, and then you can play. You can go to the restaurant. You can play different card tables or whatever you want to do in there, um, okay. or go stay at the hotel. Uh, and you've got these these chips, and they're usable anywhere. And then you can trade in between all the different things that you that you want to buy. You can buy stocks, bonds, real estate, etc. So with, within this ecosystem, which is very large, it's encompassing everything, you're able to to utilize all this. So, so uh, what are you looking at for like time frame? You know, are we are we sitting here just now introducing ourselves to the lobster wallet? Are we too late or? I mean, what does no. six months from now, one year from now, five years from now look like for any of us? Well, from my research and kind of hypothetically trying to <laughs> we're, yeah. trying we're to not, figure out this is all hypothetical, on, yeah. yes. <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on. I've been waiting three years for this to happen. So okay. um, when I first got into it, I thought, oh, it's going to happen right away. But I realized after many looking at many different podcasts and doing research on my own and kind of figuring out what I was, I was thinking one coin was going to be better than another. And then it sort of recently has just kind of come down to, well, it's so huge. How do you do that? I mean, think about it. It's the whole world, right? I mean, it's all the banks. 
So they have to get everybody compliant. All the banks have to be compliant. And the ones that aren't, they're out the door. You have to get all the countries behind it. So the countries that aren't compliant with this, that don't want to do this, they're not in the ecosystem. So how do they do trade, right? So you have to get agreement from everyone to do this financial. And then you have to do all the background all the programming of this. So it takes a long time to do this. And then you have to have agreements in place. You have to find people that are scamming, right? You have to set up mm -hmm. sting operations inside of it. You have to do beta testing on, because there's artificial intelligence, right? So artificial right. intelligence has to learn what is wrong and what is right. And they have to govern that. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of different committees, et cetera, doing that. So right. To answer your question, I really do believe that um, there's a couple protocols that um, are finishing up here, and one is called SEP40, SEP40, which stands for Software Engineer Protocol inside of Stellar. And what that does is it says uh, once we once we get all this stuff finalized, it's good to go. So I really believe by the end of the year, if not the first of first quarter of next year, we're going to see a lot more liquidity inside of Stellar. And then probably by the end of next year, we'll be, we'll be in full tilt on it. And then wow. from there, I, I really do believe that's what's going to happen because at the rate we're going with inflation and the way the world is kind of structured, I think that it has to, there has to be a change in what we're doing. Right. So. So, I mean, who's leading the charge on this? Is America leading the charge on this? Is, you know, the North it's, American market, um, Elon Musk? I mean, what is Germany I, doing? What is Britain doing? Like, are these, these China, what are these other bigger companies that have their I, own okay. systems? Who's yeah. leading the charge? Well, I think it's a, I think it's a multinational um, uh, agreements. Uh, we've got the Saudis, we've got South Africa, we've got um, China, uh, if you heard of BRICS, it's uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, uh, most populated areas. Um, a lot of co countries have come on. I think about 40 countries have come on. They're utilizing um, their commodities to actually further the development of their countries because they don't want to stay on the U.S. petrodollar because it's worthless to them. So they're, they're basically lowering the dollar's um, relevance in the world. So I think we're seeing Russia, we're seeing China, we're seeing these uh, mm -hmm. different countries. But And everybody's going to get worried about that, but really, uh, it's governments that do the bad things. The people really don't do, you know, we just want to live our lives yeah. and, and, and have our, you know, you know, our car and our house and family, etc. It's really the governments that have been involved in a lot of this business of war, etc. And I think we're we're looking at replacing these this um, these things with a multinational uh, uh, worldview as opposed to uh, and, and keeping sovereignty in the countries. So if you have a you know a stable coin in your country, you can use that and it can be you know based off the commodity that you have the most of. So if you have diamonds or if you have oil, you know those things you might not have gold mines. Mm. You might not have like other things that other countries have, but you can still participate in the world market and you can still be relevant as opposed to, oh, they don't have anything. And, um, you know, we're just going to not really worry about them. We're going to devalue their money. Like Zimbabwe has a hundred trillion dollar note. I have one of them. And how do you, how do you rectify that? They're one of the richest raw um, mineral suppliers in the world. They have so many natural resources. So why, why aren't they the richest? Why, you know, why can't we trade on that? Because it's been devalued. So if they can get back to and rebuild the country with um, kind of a level playing field, then that's what Stellar is going to be able to do um, through the use of this um, AI and um, just the the framework that they've put into it. So, Tiffany, you have any? I know other it's questions? kind of it's a it's a lot, but it's it's pretty amazing. Well, I I. I've already put several thousand into it and I think we talked about it before. My goal is 10 grand. And mm. what is your, what is your outlook on that? If you're putting 10 grand into that now, even if everything rose to a dollar, what are we looking at? Well, um, well, so there's, so you don't have to put that much in. 
for, for one thing. Because I don't even have, I mean, like basically we're not just looking at XLM. Like you said, we have all of the uh, QSI fundings that we're doing and right. all of the, you know, the QSI GF things. We've got a lot of that. And those are going up exponentially depending on what that funding is. So yes. how much do you think you need to put into it? Well, it could be as little as, you know, $30. It could be as little as a dollar. Okay. Let me, let me just explain what, what it is. Okay. So XLM is, is the, is the lumen, right? So it's the baseline, mm -hmm. but to get into actually buying a stock. So we've been buying stocks and certain commodities, et cetera, uh, at very low prices. So think of buying Bitcoin at $10 and it's 63,000, right? So you're looking at that. So there's two separate things. If XLM goes up, you get um, whatever the value is. So if it goes from yeah. uh, 12 cents to let's say $12, you've made a, a huge increase in your money. That's just one thing. So now if you had bought, um, let's say 500,000 tokens of something that was valued very, very low and you spent one XLM, which was 12 cents or maybe, maybe more, whatever, because you can get these things at rock bottom prices right now because you're in right. early, right? Then you get that, amount so when it's traded when the liquidity comes in maybe that goes up from 0.000001 x of an xlm to one xlm so now you've got the so value this is kind of, of like the turn of the century right i don't mean to interrupt but this correct. is like when bitcoin was five cents correct it's even bigger than that okay oh. it's even bigger than that because bitcoin is just one okay thing. maybe i want to put ten thousand into it then <laughs> well well, how much do you need? I mean, at some point, how much do you need, right? Like, I mean, so we bought, we bought <laughs> Apple, right? I mean, I don't know some what that means. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much do you? I mean, how much do you need? I mean, I, I look at. There's also other technologies. I spend that are a little bit of money. Out. Yeah, I spend I some money. I know, but it's 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 nice. But I mean, if you have more money than you could ever spend in your life, what would you do to better? yourself and humanity. I'd open so, up sorry. group homes and halfway houses and orphanages. And I just take in a bunch of babies and, you know, <laughs> well, getting back to that whole thing. So if XLM <laughs> goes up, right. It, it's going to be revalued. And then you've got something that you've bought, you know, 500,000 shares in, or even a thousand shares, right. Um, then that's going to go up. And then if you get into one of these these um, particular funds, like the Elon Stellar stuff, um, which I mm -hmm. mentioned to you, Kyle, and uh, you've bought into, there's a percentage. You hold on to that, and you get a percentage on top of that. So if you hold those those uh, coins, you get paid every day. It's an APY, not an APR. An APR is paid on a yearly basis. An APY is a yearly um, income, but it's paid every day. So you're making money yeah. every day. As opposed to that. So now you've got three different things that are making you money. The value of the XLM, the value of whatever your stock is trading at, and then you've got these investments that can actually do uh, increased interest and you're making money every day. And so that's what I call self-banking. So you've got three different tiers of things. So Interesting. Now, so, when you, you talk know, I want to hit oh, – go ahead, Kyle. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So I want to hit we base just, we on- We both have so um, many questions. So. There's so many questions and I'm totally going to let you take off with that. Um, we brought this up before, but I really want to touch base with it because I feel like, you know, back in 2000 and in 99, Trump had really discussed in depth on financials and him and Robert Kiyosaki talked very, very, very highly of the mm -hmm. fact that the markets are going to crash. This is a, this time. This is this- mm -hmm this time in history. They said in the future at this time, it's going to crash. And if you're not rich, you're going to be poor. You got to make sure that you're steady, get yourselves together. It was a big, these books were warnings. I mean, I read mm -hmm. them all, but even a couple of years ago, he was talking about the stock market crash in 2023. We're here right now. We don't have much time left. Do you, I mean, I've talked to so many financial advisors, you know, I have one and I've talked to many others. Mm -hmm. They all tell me the same thing. It's never going to happen. The world can't live without American money. We will never, we will never crash. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like only the U S, uh, financial advisors and what you see on mainstream and what you talk, when you talk to these different advisors, 
you know, they're not living in another country. They're just living in the state. So how do the other countries survive? And why is Russia doing so well? Well, they changed over from their gross national products gone up. I don't know how many percent. It's 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 absolutely enormous. And they've they've changed. They've gone off the U.S. dollar. They don't do sanctions. They're on their own gold standard. And they're part of the BRICS thing. So I don't believe any of that mm. stuff for a minute because it's it's out there in the public eye. They're just not seeing that. They're not looking at that. Um, I, I do believe that we're going to have a serious market crash because inflation is really high. Um, I think a lot of things but That means are, our mutual funds will be in danger. Even though they'll be rolled over, they'll still be worth very little. Um, could be. Could be. I'm not sure okay. where they're going to actually take the- um, where they're actually going to make that uh, that break point, I don't I don't know where that f- for sure where, where where it's going to be where it's not. But what I do know is that I I really do believe that there's going to be a um, a backstop and there will be uh, some universal basic income for people that can't do it right. Um, we're, we've been hearing a lot on the news that uh, one of the things that um, the uh, you know Trump has been saying um, is that he wants to take clean up the streets and get people off the streets, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, how do you do that? Well, you, you need some type of basic income. So I think, and that's not welfare. It's more of a paid out kind of thing. And if you have your own phone and you can uh, do, deal with your own, uh, money on your phone and there's no, uh, and it's all transparent on the ledger, you can see everything. That's the other thing I want to say. You can see everything on the ledger. Anybody can look at anybody else's wallet. It's all anonymous. Um, it's a 24 digit code. Um, but if you know who that person is, you can look at every transaction. You can look at every transaction that was ever created on the Stellar ecosystem and wow. anything that was brought in. So they're able to look at all these different things. So if there's something nefarious going on, like somebody is running some type of drug smuggling or whatever, they can automatically just get it right then and there. It's The oh, AI wow. will find it and they will be you know, picked up by the by the feds or whoever um, and uh, put in jail because of that. And all the other thing is, let's say we have scammers, right? That try to scam Mm -hmm. you out of money. They can go in and claw back all of that money that was stolen. Okay. Cause where is it going to go? It's not going to go into cash or anything like that. Right. They're going to try to take it out. They're going to have a wallet. It's going to be clawed back and it's going to be given back to the respective people that were scammed out of it. So wow. that is that is an amazing thing. So you're you're getting rid of theft, you're getting rid of fraud, you're getting rid of uh, drug smuggling, you're getting rid of all these bad practices, and so people can actually you know live a life not worried about these things. And I think money in general will be less of a factor in the future, because we're, we're all able to do the things that we want to do and not have to worry about. You know, I got I owe the bank X amount every month and I got to worry about my mortgage because what happens when the banks go under? Where are your mortgages? Right. Where, where the mortgages yeah. go? You know, they're right. they're they're non-existent. Yeah. Right. So right. you own your own place and now you can bank off your off your phone and make interest on your own on these companies that want to do and are supervised um, to do these things and to make the world better. So. That's what I really do believe is going to happen. So when it comes to uh, you, you've mentioned the the wallets and the lobster and what mm-hmm. what kind of wallets are out there right now that people can look into or read more about or or start it okay. start researching. Um, I know you're pretty uh, high on the the lobster wallet because it's mm-hmm. it doesn't have many restrictions. I mean, I had Coinbase. Was that one of the wallets? But the the fees were astronomical. So what what do you have when yeah. it comes to like wallets that people can look into? right now uh there's one there's one called lumendex l-u-m-e-n-d-e-x and it's dot online okay um that's one uh it's a very limited one um but it is one that's it's very good it looks actually at the the original horizon servers that um stellar uses um which is different than anybody else they um they have different um uh, what they call a decentralized exchange, like a stock market exchange that you look at the stocks. It's the same type of um, thing, but it's every asset. And then there's Stellar Term. Stellar Term is Elon Musk's um, wallet. Uh, and then uh, there's Scopely, which is another one, S-C-O-P-O-L-Y. Um, there's Astro Wallets coming out. There's a, a number of different formats that are coming out. I just have been using 
the lobster wallet for a long time. Um, uh, feels like forever now, but so I'm very familiar with it and I kind of have some workarounds as they're doing, um, a little bit more of this beta testing, uh, and they're moving things in and out, uh, of that, of that wallet, um, in terms of the, the way it performs. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I just didn't know what people, if people have Coinbase or have what other, you know, what other mainstream wallets for Bitcoin and, and you know, Ethereum back. In, and then this is a different aspect. It's they have to get new wallets. But then you and I figured out a way to transfer all of my Coinbase stuff over to mm. Lobster and XLM. And that was kind of cool. That was actually pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is, if you keep your money on exchange, you have, um, you may lose your money because if the exchange goes down, there's been a lot of exchanges that have gone down, and there's no way to to get your money back. Um, so be aware of that. I would, if if you have it on a, an exchange like Bittrex went down, um, Binance was having problems. Uh, what they'll do is they'll stop your access to your crypto. Uh, so I would put it into a, either a hard wallet or into what they call a soft wallet, which may be off the exchange. Coinbase has their own wallet, which I think has been okayed, um, but I still am hesitant. I don't want anybody having control over my own personal stuff. I want to, I want to have my own wallet. And Lobster is not only a wallet, but it's also uh, got a built-in exchange in it. But it's, um, it's, it's a little bit different than what, uh, because it's in the Stellar ecosystem, it's not outside of the Stellar ecosystem. I feel more confident okay. with that. So, gotcha. Okay. A little bit different. Yeah. Kyle, any more questions? I don't have any more. I mean, I, okay. I do, but I don't. I mean, I think I need to let all this stuff sit in. Um, you know, we're right at, we're real close to the end here. And, and our listeners have a lot to go research or to, uh, yeah. um, I mean, mm -hmm. like you mentioned earlier, you're not a financial a advisor. You're not looking for, mm -hmm. for a, a database of clients. people to work nope. with or clients. It's kind of word of mouth and, and friends of friends right now. And, and there's no yeah. benefit to you for you, for Tiffany turning you and myself onto one another to, to learn this stuff. So mm -mm. it's like, I mean, you're just doing this out. You know, that's the one thing about the, you know, the fabulous, extraordinary world that, that uh, this podcast is all about is you're just a, a regular guy just wanting to help mm -hmm. people and, and share the knowledge that you mm -hmm. know. Let's to, not throw that others. old word out too quote. Yeah, I was about to say that. You said <laughs> yeah. old guy. I am. Then I really, I can bleep that yeah. out. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think one of the reasons why I'm, I'm even on here is that um, I, uh, I really do believe as uh, in humanitarianism and, and trying to give back to community, et cetera. And any way I can help with just even basic things like how you, you actually can get into this. Um, I would recommend to people to go to the quantum stellar initiative um, or quantum uh, QSI resources.com. Um, you can find them online and they have a great um, explanation of everything and how to get into the wallets, et cetera. And I, yeah. I learned a lot from them and that's, um, that's something on telegram as well. So. Okay. Well, here's my next question, and this may be where we end up, and you can uh, talk for two or three minutes on this, and then we can wrap things up. Okay. But let's say someone has their own financial advisor who's not prevy to this information yet. Like, what would you tell that person who would maybe take this information to their financial advisor and say, hey, mm -hmm. how do I get into this? And then their financial advisor saying, well, I don't no, you need to do it the old fashioned way. You know, like, like, what would you, what would you say to someone that 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 only knows the old way? Who do they go and look for with this new mentality, this new thought process, this this new outside of the box, if you will, you know, financial uh, model that would help them, you know, learn more and 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 go through the process better than their, you know, their their ancient, uh, you know, uh, you know, financial advisor. Well, uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think that going to a financial advisor that isn't open to crypto, doesn't understand anything about it, is very difficult because they're not plugged yeah. into what's going on really in, in this new age of things. It's sort of like, um, you know, uh, the guy that had a typewriter a long time ago and the word processor came out and, you know, what's this, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. If we're going back to the old guy thing. I, I remember those days, but, um, <laughs> now you said it this time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
but <laughs> lots you know, of people were not fond of the word process, <laughs> processors, but they were amazing. <laughs> I think the um, misnomer is that you you have to spend a lot to get something out of this, and you really don't. Um, somebody that ha- earns paycheck to paycheck can get into this. The lobster wallet is free. Getting into the system is as low as whatever you want to put into it. It takes one XLM to activate the wallet. An XLM is 13 cents. So if you have 13 cents right now, as of yeah, well, July, I just looked at it. It's it's 12.9. So okay, oh, I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Okay, um, yeah, it's so it's it it's, t- it's 12.901. So <laughs> yes, you got a little ways so, to, to, to get up Kyle. to 13 now. <laughs> so so think about this. If you if you put in ten dollars, right? So right. I'm. Not, I'm not going to think about the math on that one, but a little less than, uh, what is that, um, 100 XLM, um, you're going to get, uh, you can buy a t- you can buy an asset um, for basically any percentage that you want. So you could get a thousand of something if it's priced very low, or you could get one of something. Let's say Apple is a one token deal, right? One XLM right. for one share. You could still have a share of Apple. Or you could still have a share of um, J.P. Morgan, or you could still have a share of uh, any of these huge company: BlackRock, Tesla, Vanguard, right. <laughs> Tesla. I bought Tesla, SpaceX, X Corp. All uh, these different cheap, things yeah. are, yeah. So all these different things are available, and they're so cheap right now. Um, you know, it doesn't take much to get into it. Ten bucks, or even a dollar, you could buy a lot of something that maybe necessarily isn't something that you would normally do. But I would say go to the QSI forums and really um check it out excuse me all right all right well wow that's uh that was a a very fast hour guys that was uh it was really fast but i was like on the information yeah it's a lot of information and well i'm sure we're gonna have dominic on again as this uh progresses through (laughs) when it starts hitting mainstream you know and and things and the and the mainstream media hits it you know the good thing about our podcast when when we get more and more listeners, if anybody's out there in the world listening to this right now, make sure you tell your friends. If you have somebody that's interested in this concept or if you want somebody to tune in, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe and let everybody know about our podcast, which is all about people like Dominic who are making things change in in the uh, in the world of of success for you know one for Tiffany two for me I know already the the stuff I put in and transferred over is already um, you know it's already grown you know so I know that this stuff is is going to work when I think when I put my stuff in last month it was eight cents so I'm already mm-hmm. you know it was only it was eight nine you know, and, yeah and I'm sure it's it, I nine. know it fluctuates we get that but you know this mm-hmm. isn't that quick turnaround thing this is that where do we put our money to to let things grow and grow and diversify over time i think that's another mm-hmm. thing that's- this is really for to look forward ahead yeah. for a crash yeah. or understanding that the market's going to shift yeah this is right. diversifying yeah. funds yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly so tiffany want to well, take um, it out yeah yes like absolutely <laughs> of course you do um, you're the host and the star Dominic, of the show <laughs> I, it's my show um, <laughs> no, um so yeah the the whole point of this is the people i run into that are just extremely fabulous extraordinary they they're changing the way the world's working or they know about how that's happening i feel like this kind of information really needs to reach the public on a much broader scale because i can't run around the city and yell at 20,000 20, people and say, guess what, guys, you should consider this. And um, I really think that we just, we covered a lot. I know there's like so much more to cover, but if somebody wants to get their lobster wallet, I think the thing that we want to let them know is go to the Apple store, look for the lobster icon, which I can show you what that looks like right now. Right guys. Yes. It's available on uh, Android as well on Google, on the Google store. Oh, Android, Google, um, I'm not doing it apparently. Hold on. There it is. It's oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Looks like a little claw has the mm-hmm. Tiffany blue on it. Matches my mm-hmm. dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. You click on it. Mm-hmm. So I knew good sign. Then you log in, and um, I believe we went through the steps when you and I were on the phone. There are yes. several codes and stuff, and uh, letters, numbers, things are going to give you. You've yeah. you've really got to say those because it's your only way. Mm-hmm. to recover that wallet yes. there is not a, yes. a person to call a right. system to go through you need to save those yeah it's yeah. um it's yeah. your wallet it's it's your combination to your 
your work. That's it. Nobody else has it. It's not even stellar. Okay. You have yeah. to remember all this stuff. And that's why I think biometrics are going to be so important because yeah. then it won't be any more than a thumb thumbprint. So. Right, right. Well, and you Face can't kick, scream, call, yell. This isn't like last century where you could make headway by making sure people know what's mm. going. No, no, no. You have to keep track of it. You have to have your codes, your numbers, your information, or it's, you, you're not going to be able to access it. But um, we'll circle back again. And thank right. you, Dominic, for well, thank being you. one of the most amazing, fabulous people that can help us change the world and give people some knowledge and information to be extraordinary. So. Thank you for your time and all of the time you've given us you're over welcome. the last several you're months. Welcome. So grateful. So grateful. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, I wish all you well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of The Elite Few, where few represents fabulous, extraordinary world and the everyday people making a difference in the lives of others to help them achieve success. A big shout out to our host, Tiffany Feeney and our expert guest, Dom Pesci, for sharing his valuable insights on crypto wallets, blockchains, XLM Stellar Lumens, and the future of banking. Remember to hit that like button, subscribe, and share our podcast. Your support keeps us going strong. From all of us here at Elite Few, I'm Kyle Goodnight. We appreciate you and can't wait to catch you on the next episode.